This is a New Culture Media production. to the season finale of Intriguing Sessions. Today is a very special episode. I've been thinking about what I wanted to do for the finale, and I thought, you know, try to get a big name and interview them, and that's just a lot of work. So I figured, why not do something a little bit different? How about I turn the tables on myself and allow somebody to interview me? The question is, who could that person be? Oh, Lyndon. Oh, hello, everyone. It is the one and only <laughs> Lyndon James, and I'm excited to be here on today. Ta-da! It's the ta-da for me. <laughs> okay. Lyndon in the house going to interview me today, y'all. Woo, 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 woo. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm going to ask the hard-hitting questions that you guys want to know. Oh, God. Okay. He's been working on this. Okay, I have. <laughs> okay. So, oh, wait. Before we get into it, Absolutely. before we get into it, we poured yes. up a shot. We said we're going to wait until we got on air to do it, so here's to the season finale. Absolutely. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Tequila ain't right. Ooh. But it's just right. Tequila ain't right, Lord. Ooh. Ooh, I feel it moving. My ears are burning. Ooh, I don't remember them. Are your ears hot? It's getting there. My ears are hot. My chest, I feel it moving down my chest. Mm. Mm-hmm. Woo. I think I grew an extra hair. Oh, God. On my nipple. Not on your nipple. My left one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've taken our shot. The show is now yours. Okay, perfect. I'm in the hot seat, so let's do it. Okay, awesome. First off, thank you for having me once mm-hmm. again. You know, when people say, I'm going to invite you back, you be like, oh, sure. <laughs> and so <laughs> it is good to be back here. It feels like home. <laughs> so I want to start it off with basically, it's a fairly simple question, but uh, what inspired you to start this podcast and how has your initial vision evolved throughout its run? Ooh, I love the detail of this question. Mm-hmm. Um, so what started, well, before, I'll go back to the beginning, before I had a show already with mm-hmm. Table Talk, and that was based on the premise of doing like weekly conversation around the topics of the week. Yeah, That became tiresome. Ah. So I had the idea of what is something that's different that you're kind of seeing other people do, but it kind of got your own little taste on it. Yeah. So I've always liked um, Late Night. Mm-hmm. Late night shows, Arsenio, uh, Fallon, uh, who was it, Leno, uh, Letterman. And then I've always liked um, Anthony Bourdain, his travel show on CNN, where he used to travel around and just interview different cultures and stuff like that. So I've always liked those type of shows. So I said, why not merge those two concepts? Mm-hmm. And so that's when Intriguing Sessions came along, where why not interview people? And this is what I'm asking myself. Why not interview people that are intriguing, something about them, their passion, 
Um, nothing that's too polarizing because I don't want it to be like a this versus that. Yeah. More so, you're just hearing and learning and experiencing cool people with cool ass passions, and you're yeah. just it's learning. Yeah, it's not so much picking a side. So that was the birth of it. Now, how has it changed or morphed since I started? Yeah. Um, it's changed quite a bit because there's a lot of like new elements that I'm thinking about bringing in. I love the music idea. That was one of the late night things that I really liked was having the band or having like the musical guests come in. Yeah. So I want to do that and I want to make that a little bit bigger, Ooh. especially coming to video. Ooh, I like that. Season that was... two. Are coming. Look, come on okay, in the jacket. I'm coming in my jacket. Come okay. on in your jacket. I am baking in here like a honey roasted ham. <laughs> Get comfortable. Um, <laughs> it's that shot. And got, and your ears it got are burning warm, now, huh? Okay. No, but I'm going to, um, the music element I want to make bigger. I have a musical maestro in mind Ooh. who's going to be, you know, in charge of that. And I want to bring it to video and I want to have the sit down, which you guys hear on the podcast, I want to bring it to video, Absolutely. essentially, but have more of a late night element to it. That's going to be pretty cool to see. I can see it already. Are you going to have the tie on and everything? I don't know. But I, so I'm contemplating, should I do traditional and wear a tie or should I dress, you know, more modern? So I'm trying to debate on that. I say a little bit of both. Ooh. I like it. I, cause I, like I can I can see you. I the funny thing is I can see you um as your bit bitmoji. Uh <laughs> that would be that would be ideal. I can come in with like a tie, like a, a white shirt, black tie, and like a black bomber jacket. You That'd be that. the meat in the middle for yeah, me. Yeah, you know? I like that. We'll yes. see. We'll you see. know, you know, come on, listen. We'll if you have any bomber jackets or anything that you would like to uh donate, please do it because I think that'll be super dope. Also, I'm a fan of bomber jackets, so if you could do that. I'm a fan of free stuff, so just <laughs> size large. Thanks. Appreciate okay. it. Okay. Uh, shout outs uh, uh will be uh given. Thanks. <laughs> um, okay. Uh so I would say uh, from your uh, favorite moments, uh, can you share a few standout moments or episodes that were particularly memorable for you? Mm. I know because we've talked about this in the live, each one of the episodes in their own way kind of stood out to me. It's really hard for me to pick mm -hmm. because I learned something from each one. I got to see a different side of you all from each one. Mm -hmm. It made me understand you all mm -hmm. uh, from each one. And I don't know if I could pick like a, a one over the other. That's hard. It's not a pick of one or the other. Well, then let's pick out a moment in time that mm -hmm. a moment that you probably didn't expect you was going to have with a guest. What was, did you have that? Mm. That you probably didn't expect. Probably Nicole, my cousin, because mm -hmm. I've always wondered why she was like so enthused with education. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how at a young age she was really like yeah. reading the books, just in the house reading the books. Okay. So Come on, all... Matilda. Matilda. <laughs> Matilda. That, I didn't know it was that to that yeah. extent. So yeah, that was very different. Because with our family, you know, it's big on cousins. We're all outside playing and stuff. So to know that she was Miss Academia at yeah. a young age, that did kind of like, okay. Okay. All right, cousin. Okay. Do your thing. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll pick that. I can dig it. I love that. Because uh, sometimes you don't realize how many different connections and different moments you will have mm -hmm. when you interview so many people, yeah. like especially if they're intriguing to you. So yeah. I think that is the dope part about that. So And um, what we were talking, I believe, on live, you said you like history, right? Yes. Okay. So History buff. 
This goes to one of the, the questions. Oh, boy. If you could invite any historical figure to co-host an episode, who, who would it be and what would the episodes be about? Oh, Bill. He didn't shit. think I did my homework. <laughs> he didn't think I did my motherfucking homework. Now, that, now that's a really, that's a really good one. I need mm-hmm. you. You can be my question writer for season two. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, hmm. So the documentary that I mentioned about the men who built like the modern America, the Carnegie Rockefellers, I would want to not just one of them, but sit down with all of them. J.P. Morgan, Carnegie, Rockefeller, and there was one more, Ford. They, they modernized. Ford was actually the one who modernized the nine to five, like what we know as the 80-hour work or the 40-hour work week. Oh, you can kiss my entire ass. Like he's the reason behind that from the assembly line. So it's a, I would want to sit down with those four titans of business and really have a conversation around like industry. How do you build mm-hmm. it? I've always been fascinated by the big picture of business. So. Oh, I could dig it. So I would have that, that type of conversation with them. Oh, that's dope. Four of the industry leaders. Why wouldn't you? I mean, yeah. you'd learn so much. The crazy thing is you have the voice to talk about that, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if I were to talk about shit like that, people would be like, <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> I mean, I've just always been intrigued by that, too. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's mm-hmm. super dope. Okay, so there we go. Okay. Uh, so for as, like, when you've been doing this, uh, what are were there any surprises or unexpected insights that uh, emerged during, like, your podcast journey that you would like to share? Um... Say the question one more time. I'm trying to like. Uh, were there any surprises or unex- unexpected? Okay, I can't see that shot is taking over. That's why I said uh, say it one more time for me. Were there any surprises or unexpected insights that emerged during the podcast, um, the podcast journey? Begin one more time. No, because okay. now I'm trying to think. Were there any surprises? Because uh, tequila, it's got to be warm. It's wearing. <laughs> it is yes. It that is wearing a thing. <laughs> This is going to be a fun interview, y'all. Okay. Um, oh, cook it. Something that's really not like a surprise, but it was a surprise to me how much this fucking thing eats up battery. That's crazy. The recorder, like, mm-hmm. chew. I, so there was an interview that I did, and I'm trying to think it was in Nicole's or somebody else's that I did, where I was, um, thought we were recording, you know, had did everything. I said, okay, we're almost done. Thing had been died. I oh. had stopped paying attention because I was like, oh, it's going. Yeah. Been died. Oh, I would have cried. Big been died. I would have cried. Had to go back and redo that whole segment. And that's the hard part. Try to re-record the segment and have the genuineness from the first mm. go round. No. No, no, no. It sounded completely different. Let me tell so you something. The one thing that irks and tickles my balls the most. Not tickle your balls. Is when like <laughs> you really like killed it. And it was like, let's yes. say you think you recorded and you know you killed it. In your soul, you like. That's the one. And then you go back and you realize that shit was not recorded. <laughs> That's sad. And it hurts my heart. And now it hurts my heart for you. It breaks. It really does. Because I bet you it was a really good episode, too. <laughs> I just, now on, my rule is to keep a spare pair of batteries near you. Always be kind of like crackhead looking at yeah. it, like making sure... And because uh, I don't want to do that again. Yeah, absolutely. That was so, boring. so you will say that you have you've had like moments while doing it that you've learned from, which may have turned out to be a mistake, but like it became a learning opportunity for you. Yes, I think that each episode since I've been doing podcasting has taught me, even down into editing, yeah. certain like trying to edit out certain sounds. Mm-hmm. I would, 
And I didn't realize this up until now because I was trying to teach myself. I would, in some interviews, intentionally do certain things so I can, like, force myself to learn how to edit it out later. So I, I didn't notice I was doing it until I was like, now why did I make that damn noise? There was no reason. Because there's so yourself. much stuff that I've pulled out of interview. I'm just like, what was the point of this? What were you really doing? What was, what was really going on? Okay. That sounds like tricking yourself. That's crazy. Um... What were the biggest challenges you faced in producing this podcast, and how did you overcome them? Initially, it was editing. That was like the biggest thing in the beginning because I didn't know the resource that I had right in front of me until yeah. a good friend told me about it. Uh-huh. GarageBand, that's what I use Ooh, now. Yes. Before I was like sending stuff off to folks, having to get charged or yeah. a friend, oh, I'll do it, I'll get it done. And then it'd be like two, three weeks later and there was supposed to be an episode for this week. So a friend of mine, really actually my best friend taught me about GarageBand. And since that, and then learning the little tools in there and learning that yeah. I'm only scratching the surface yeah. with the stuff that I actually do with it. Yeah. So that's been like the biggest challenge. And then the learning, the biggest or the greatest learning experience. I the it. editing process. I can dig it. And that takes patience. I know it does. Because I have a particular sound that mm-hmm. I'm trying to hit or a certain fade that I want, to, want it to sound like. Yeah. So if it doesn't sound, if what in my ear and in my head doesn't match up what I'm hearing, it, I have to keep tinkering away. That's where the Virgo in me comes out. Yeah. And it's just like, because I don't even have that in my chart, but that's when the Virgo, like, <laughs> that's why I appreciate them. They're down yeah. to the details of things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, this is a little you were you know veering off the veer. Okay, veer, veer <laughs> to the left. <laughs> okay, okay. I really feel like when it comes to like Virgos and Aquarius, it's an interesting dynamic, but it's a good dynamic. Yes, because I think there's something about the whimsical magic that we possess as Aquarius that like attracts them. Attracts them. Yes, but we're also I hate to say it, smart enough as well mm-hmm. to kind of like keep up with what that is. Yes, but they appreciate that because I think we are the ones that can challenge them in a way that a lot of people can't. Now, did you see that? It was a post that uh, I saw. It's only one of those Aquarius pages where it's like, Aquarius, Virgos are obsessed with you. Just know that. Like, they are. <laughs> listen. <laughs> they listen. are. You, Vir- look, and I love you Virgos back. Uh, same, same. I love you back, all of you. I loved a Virgo before. <laughs> Special place in my life. Okay, a couple of Virgos, actually. But Little brother's a Virgo. Love. I, had, I dated an ex. He was a Virgo. Uh, I dated another. You know what? That's not. That's too much of my business. It's not. This I am weak. <laughs> <laughs> this is about you. What is okay. the next question? Okay, okay. But I love that though. Uh, I really do. Um, let's see here. I want to ask you a question though, right now, because I I want to veer off from like just the the questions that I have now on here. But like, where are you now? Like mentally? Like where are you at? Mm, I was just talking about my mom with this because mm-hmm. how I have plans for my future and what it is that I want to do. I'm at a place where the table has just been reset Mm -hmm. and we're marching in the right direction with every opportunity in front of me to do, not saying you're going to do the wrong thing, but do the right thing. Yeah. Do it the right way. Yeah. And I find myself at times and my anxiety at times rushing me to run. Mm. Because it's like, oh, I can run now, run. Yeah. But no, you have to walk yeah. right now. Yeah, I love that. You're going to get a chance to run, mm-hmm. but just walk right now. So would you say that you're enjoying the process of like... Half and half. 
Okay. Half of me appreciates the processes because, not to be cliche, it is what I, I'm in a place that I prayed for. Yeah. But the other half is there's so much more I could be doing. There's mm. so much. There's that Aquarius that yeah. sneaks in where it's like, I could be doing or that's not enough or ah. So yeah. having to quiet that other side down and be like, no, no, no. We're going to enjoy this process because this is what we wanted. So I do have a question. So uh, is it a lot of things in one particular area or a lot of things in many areas? Because mm. that's the tricky part. It's, 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 it's scattered mm-hmm. because it's... Tequila's kicking in because it's. Should we take another shot? No, I think we, we can. We can I think a we bit. should because this is this is really intriguing to me. Duh. Okay, so it's it's no. I pour it. No, <laughs> I'm weak. Um, because I've discussed moving to Denver. Ooh, that's real cute. So that's that's putting it out there because there's not a whole lot of people know about it. But so I've discussed moving to Denver, and Ooh. that being a thing, and. I feel like if I end up having to stay here, yeah. I'm okay with that. Before it was, got to go, got to go, got to go, yeah. got to go. Now I've reached the point where it's like, if I have to stay here another year or so, just to... Because mm. remember, this is your op- the table's been reset. This is your yeah. opportunity to do it the right way. So mm. if we want to do it the right way, how are we going to do this? Question, is, your, is the right way based off of what you did previous or the right way is listening to like what's... Your spirit is telling you now. It's a mixture of learning from previous mistakes and then following the voice, the the inner conscious that guides you the right way. Which one's heavier? They're 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 working in in tandem. Because like they're working in tandem. Because I can see certain mistakes now that I've made. I could see certain things, certain situations that the old me, the less mature me, would have handled in a different way. Mm-hmm. But the mistakes and the voice are like, no, no, no. Remember last mm-hmm. time. Okay. Now you remember what happened last time? Let's do this the right way. Okay. So let's let this is how we're gonna handle this. Got you. Mm-hmm. So question. What's what's stopping? I'm hate. Go ahead. This is this is I love saying question. I don't know ahead. why, but question. why preguntas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yo tengo preguntas. Yes, uh, um but like what would why do you wanna move and what's holding you back from moving? I wanna move because I feel like I feel like I've run my course with being here. Mm-hmm. I've lived here since I was eight years old. My mom got married. We moved out here to Dallas. Been out here since I was eight. I'm about to be 30 in February. And I feel like that I have done what it is I need to do here. Yeah. And I feel like only have lived in Dallas, only have lived in Louisiana before where I was born. There's a whole world out there mm-hmm. to see. So why not go see it? I don't have as many outside of my my dog, my child. I don't have as many responsibilities. I'm single. I'm young. I could. I have the ability to move about the cabin. Oh, he's Why young, not? wild, and free, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what? Let's take a little commercial break. He is young, wild, and free. If you stumble across his profile, I am weak. <laughs> click the like button. <laughs> okay, it's the young, wild, and okay. free for me. The like no, button like, might turn into a spank button. No, I'm just kidding. I am weak. Okay, go ahead. Um, but no, like. Why not? That's been the that's been the question to myself. Why not? 
I feel like you answered your own question in that. Like, I would love for you to stay here. But I think I really can see, like, that. And I feel like sometimes, this is not me, you know, telling you what to do. But what I'm saying is I feel like sometimes we have um, our our past mistakes to kind of guide us into new territories sometimes. And I think we learn certain things, but I don't want you to get caught up in... Being too scared to take the leap mm-hmm. that needs to happen, that is going to be, it's not always going to be, or feel like it was always the right decision. Mm-hmm. Like, I think failing forward is what I'm like, at, like what I'm learning now. Millions of white men do it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I think what you know in your mind of the knowledge that you have will help guide you with your spirit man of to the next level when you just said all that you said of like what's holding you back and this no longer serves you go to where where it serves you mm-hmm. and then use that to continue to guide you where you're supposed to be because something in your inner in, inner spirit man is telling you that you need to be free somewhere else so can i and i don't think i've ever can i share share the vision yes please and it's this tequila that's making me talk like this. But it's round two. Before stop. you share, before you share ah. the vision, let's take this second Why, shot. This turned into like drink champs. Why are you getting me drink Because champs? I feel like... Oh, my goodness. I, I, I love you, Darrell. And let me tell you something. I don't feel like we've... A little... This Y'all gonna think this is an Aquarius episode, but it is. It, is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it so is. Okay, but I think... With with a with a lot of Aquarians, I think there's a lot of mystery in wanting to be and say the things that are supposed to be perfect to line you up in X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But I don't think we lean into our like just going and doing and trusting the yeah. process enough of the mess of it all. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like whatever while we get along with Virgos is that perfectionist thing. Yeah. That shit has has to go out the window. I've, at some point. At some point it really does. And I feel like Maybe because when I see you, I see so much, and I see and I see all the things that you dream when I look into your eyes, or when That's I see right. when I hear you speak about it. Like mm-hmm. it's one of those things I can see the passion there, but I also see the thing that like might hold you back, mm-hmm. other things that close you off from allowing everybody to see that and allowing the light to shine on those things mm-hmm. because it seems like the safest thing. I know that might be the, so random. That I can I get it. But that, but sometimes I feel that that vibe it. because I having a conversation with you for like on the side and then like and then having a conversation that's supposed to happen, mm-hmm. I can tell it's a little bit different. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I think I get it. But also I'm learning from that because I'm the same way. Yeah. <laughs> it. I, I mean, I, I get it. There is a lot of. The thing is about us Aquarians, mm-hmm. we can be very, and I say that because, and I know a lot of people are like, y'all putting a lot on this Aquarius thing, y'all mm-hmm. putting a lot on this Zodiac thing. The only reason why I'm starting to believe more heavily in it is because I've seen the different signs and the mm-hmm. the traits, and they, a lot, it comes really uh-huh. real fucking it's close. It's real close. It's real, like... I've been listening to some of my Y'all readings. act like how y'all act. Like, I'm because just going to put it out there. The time so, I was born. <laughs> just saying. Virgos act like Virgos. Scorpios mm-hmm. act like Scorpios. Okay. Y'all act like how y'all act. Yeah. I'm just reading what the books say. That's it. And y'all um, just following suit. <laughs> but the thing, of, the thing is, is that... I think it comes... 
because I thought about this earlier. I think it comes a little bit in. We could be very honest. Yeah. We could be very honest. Yeah. And we could be very brutally honest. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that brutally, brutally honest to me can conflict with something I've always said. You could, you could, one of my philosophies, because I always hate people who revel in being like the asshole. Yeah. You could get your point across without being a dickhead. Facts. So I kind of imply that into all aspects. I can get my point across. I can live my life. I could mm. do these things without having to be either over the top or being bitchy or being like an asshole mm. about it or being anything like that. I could just function yeah. and it not interrupt anybody else or like rub anybody the wrong way. And in a way, I could see how that can cause a filtering that could be like you're not fully being yourself mm -hmm. in a way. I could see that. Um, but it's meshed so well, I guess, into who you I know am. What? I love this conversation. And I'm excited about this. You know why? Because it's like, why do you care so much? Hmm. Why? That's that's the good question. Why do you care so much? That's a good question. Yo, your your, your audience want to know why do you care so much? It falls back on it falls back on that original thing. Like you don't have to be because I I grew up like my cousin. He he revels in being the dickhead. I don't see what the point of it is. Mm. Like you could you could catch more bees with honey than you can mm. with vinegar. So that's just how I've applied it, and it's just gone. It's generalized across everything. Yeah. Instead of sticking to one category. You know what? This is so eye opening because like hearing that, mm -hmm. it is a, it's a safe like choice yes. to like live life. Yes. And to be to and be, it's been called out over the years that I can. Be safe. Mm -hmm. I see it as calculated, calculated to an extent. Because there's sometimes I live life on the wild side. I do. But I think overall, if I'm going to take a risk, let it be a calculated risk. And I don't think necessarily taking a risk means just throw caution to the wind. Yeah. But I think there's a level of giving too much of a fuck with everybody else thing right. that stops you from living your own entire life. Like, right. you know you're not an asshole. Like, right. your hospital. Okay, the hospital. Let me not get emotional. Jesus Christ, get it together. Cause tequila. tequila. <laughs> if you hear tequila in question, take a shot. Okay, tequila. The, okay, I'm gonna say this because I am an emotional being. But like the hospitality so that you, feelings. I love it. So feelings. Go I ahead. purposely, uh, whatever. I took shrooms the other day, right? Cry. Yes, but I I never cried on shrooms, and I wanted to. Like mm -hmm. I have a, another friend that he did it. I'm not gonna say his name because you know I'm, I'd rather not because I don't want to put his business out there. I don't know if he put it out there that he liked to do shrooms, uh, but it is my best friend. Damn! <laughs> but he cries every time he does it, and uh, mm -hmm. I haven't had that experience. So uh, we was going over uh, one of our producers' house, and we were like doing that, and then we were like making music. And it was one of the instrumentals, and I just cried. And sometimes I just need a good cry, and I find it so, like, therapeutic to cry. So I don't know. I've been in touch with that lately. But anyway, my point is, you have been such a giving person. Mm -hmm. You have been such a, like, a light and such a person that's, like, bringing people together. And mm -hmm. I know in the process I see, like, you want to connect with everything that's going on, mm -hmm. but you're also a great host. Yeah. So to me that says also it's like, you've put a lot of people before you yeah. in situations and you've had no choice but to kind of like find your ways to connect but disconnect in the process yes. in order to do that because also people don't do the same that you give in right. return. Absolutely. 
So I want to say that I don't think you would be an asshole for being yourself. Mm-hmm. I think, to be honest, the best way I can say it, I think you need to stop like allowing yourself to shrink to make other people feel comfortable mm. because you deserve to take up that space. You deserve you deserve to be in those spaces that you love to be in and be your authentic Don't self. Don't you start crying Pull over there. I'm not. I'm getting it together because mm-hmm. the tequila was, you know what? Why is tequila rocking your soul like this? It's the Scorpio in my, <laughs> now Scorpio is in my chart. It's the Scorpio in me that won't let me like get teary like mm-hmm. that because we real thugs. Mm-hmm. But no, don't do that. Mine's Aquarius, Pisces, Aries, in that order. And that fucks me up. Aquarius, Scorpio, Capricorn. No, Capricorn, Scorpio. That That's why you think you're going to be an asshole. Yeah. that Capricorn. It, mm. it, definitely. <laughs> you see, well, yes. like, I don't heavily rely on zodiac signs, but I can see how that, like, it really is mm-hmm. a connection with the earth. The it's moon, like a stars. personality test. Yeah. It, you f- it follows your personality. Exactly. Jesus. And, ch- and calm the fuck down. Dear God. Okay. Jesus Christ. But that's what I just wanted to say. I don't yeah. think you'll be an asshole. I I think what it is is like people will finally you'll be able to set your boundaries and people won't has, play you or talk to you or do the things that they do because it's like worrying about everybody else and how they feel about it is going to mm-hmm. stop you from always making the decisions that's best for you. The thing I'll say this before we take our break because we're going to take a break. Oh, I, oh thank you. Um, <laughs> for the last decade. Because I'm invested. I'm crying. For the last, <laughs> Oh, no, this is a no hose bar. I said we're going to talk about mm-hmm. it. For the last decade, I have been, I feel, putting a lot of people first, trying mm-hmm. to help out a lot of people, be friendly. Because I genuinely like people. Mm-hmm. I genuinely want to see the best for the overall good. I genuinely, that's just who I am. Not yeah. going to be, can I be toxic? Sue me. I'm stubborn. Meh. Yeah, I'm stubborn. Meh. Whatever. But, um, I genuinely want to see the good for people. And I genuinely want to like, like I told y'all when we do like the game nights and stuff, I grew up with a lot of family, a lot of cousins around. So yeah. me being by myself is quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. So when I have friends come over and I cook for them and all this stuff, this is just me rel- reliving elements of my childhood. Mm. We had game nights where it was like 18 of us in the living room, all on a quilt, sleeping on the floor. Like we were just, yeah. that's the fun that we had. Yeah. And so I try to relive elements of that as an adult because it bring, it's a comfort zone place for me. It's comforting. I got you. So got over you. the last decade I've put, to go back to that, over the last decade I've put a lot of people um, ahead of myself and it's got me in a place where it didn't work, it wore me out, and it brought me to the brink of wanting to, you know, kill myself. Yeah. Oh, and so... That's something I've already talked about. No. But like it brought me to that brink because it's like you have exhausted mm. so much on all these other people. Yeah. What has poured back into you, babes? What what has? And let me tell you something. <laughs> people Who say has? people say check on the strong friend. Check on your funny friend. Yeah. <laughs> check on your funny friend. We're cracking friend. these fucking jokes for a reason. Because my soul is hurting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My sense of humor ain't dry for no reason, bitch. But no, I, 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 I like so, in that. So I, well, sorry. No, but no, I so like, I swore like turning 30, I'm, I'm getting in the place I chose. The table's been reset. I swore that, okay, going forward, you've got to do the things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Now, take everybody else's critique, criticisms, ideas, advice, things in consideration because there are a lot of helpful things out there that can get you forward. Yeah. That's why I say I take every, anything everybody says, even if you don't think I'm listening, mom, I take everything <laughs> into consideration. There are things where I apply when I need to apply this, that, and the other. But I got to do it the way that I want to do it. Because I do feel like in ways I have been a cage bird. 
Oh, I I feel that. And let me tell you something, audience of the um, intriguing sessions, uh, we're gonna hold Jay accountable, okay? <laughs> for 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 putting himself first. Oh god. And I'm I'm dead serious. I because I want the people that you are cultivating yes. as your 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 people that like listen mm-hmm. to understand that like hold you accountable of that because yes. I want the same way you want everybody else to be comfortable. Yes. The same way you want everybody to take up space and be themselves. I want them to also have you have a group of people, I'm one of them, that has your back on you being yourself fully and as truly as you want to be, as Mm -hmm. boldly as you want to be. That's not doing too much for nobody. Mm -hmm. You deserve that right. Mm -hmm. It's not you being an asshole. Mm -hmm. What it is, is you allowing yourself to be the person that you're supposed to be and allowing yourself to be all of the colors. All of the there's come there, on colors of the wind. Uh, oh, that's uh, it's so crazy. <laughs> L- listen, I do not come under, on colors of the wind. I remember being in for some reason. I remember being in Walmart, being pushed in a basket, singing "Colors of the Wind," and I did not understand how my mother did not clock that tea right then I and there. I'm pissing right then and there. But what I'm saying is, I really want you like mm-hmm. you to really be free and mm-hmm. allow that because you deserve that. Like. There's Thank nothing you. about you to me that gives me you're trying to harm people. Right. Like you, we've been. Listen, I've been in situations. I've been in functions where yes. the, there's the drunk uncle, there's the drunk somebody <laughs> who has been out of pocket, out of line, and yeah. they've made all of the exceptions and excuses for that particular person. Right. So imagine a person coming just to share love, light, laughter, and all of themselves That's... that makes everybody else feel warm mm-hmm. and fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Goodness. What a way to put it in some because I didn't even have to say anything you already knew. <laughs> I love that. I didn't even have to say anything you already knew. I think that's a perfect way to stop this motherfucking uh, first thing. We're going to take our first pause for the cause. I know we've talked for a bit, but this is our first break. This might turn into a two-parter. I we'll like see. It. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back, y'all. Are you following Intriguing Sessions on Instagram? If so, you need to, because you're going to miss out on the first annual Intriguing Sessions Listener Contest. At the end of this season, I will be asking eight questions, one question for each episode. The first person to DM me with all of the answers to the questions correctly will be the winner and receive a prize. I'm feeling a little Santa Claus spirit on me, very generous, so you might want to, you know, participate because this prize is uh, going to be pretty good. So make sure you follow at Intriguing Sessions on Instagram for more. More announcements, more clips, more show, more musical guests to come. All the exciting stuff's over there. So go follow. Now back to the show. And we are back from the break. Lyndon, your show. Listen, um, that was a lovely break. That was a lo- lovely uh, segment. We really that we... connected a little bit more. I enjoy this. Okay. Like, like with the tequila. And with the, uh, the slurring te- of the words, I feel like we're coming into a nice blur. I don't like how many shots of tequila we've done already. I enjoy it, actually. Ears, I have one that is waiting for me right now. My ears are firmly hot. <laughs> They're warm. <laughs> firmly hot. Does the liquor store close tonight? Is it like done for tonight until dinner? We'll look later. I don't know, because then you better you got time. Like nine o'clock, they usually. Uh, I might have to creep me a little bit out of that. We'll look I, later. I don't know. This is enough, Brian. Because after the couple shots we had, this doesn't seem like this enough. That's what I'm saying. The liquor store. Uh, <laughs> uh, the liquor store open. 
Okay, so my question, because we did just talk, uh, we were talking about family and all that. So I just want to like get your, uh, I just want to know what your family dynamic is like then. Like uh, uh, being able to express yourself um, and being able to be yourself, right? Um, Um, What is your family dynamic like? So do you have a small family, a big family or what? I have a, my mom and my stepdad and then my dad and my stepmom, lovely people. Um, I have a a younger brother. My mom and my stepdad had the youngest of my siblings, Braylon. And then my dad and my stepmom had the older set of the siblings, my brother and my sister, Keandra and Brianna. Um, I look at them as like my children in a way because I have a, there's a large, I think me and Keandra have the smallest age gap between us. I think it's like six years, but me and Braylon have like 13 and a half. Oh, so oh I'm like a great uncle or like a not great uncle. <laughs> great uncle. But no, I'm I'm I Get out of here. Him. Get out of your own house. <laughs> I, I told them I was like, Braylon is he has three parents. He just yeah. doesn't realize it. I'm just lurking around in the background. Cause I I'm the break glass when emergency and my mom can't get there in time. All right, what's going on? Okay. I'm the I'm the step in parent Listen, from time to time. He'd be observing and watching the things you do, don't he? Very much. A yeah. Virgo who is so I think, I don't want to say obsessed with me, but I think he has an intrigue about me that he doesn't want me to know or realize. Yeah. And, but I kind of picked up on it, but I'm quietly like, I don't know. So he can kind of have his little... Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you know how like when you, you, I feel like, like I said, I think that like you're an amazing person. So mm-hmm. I can only imagine how you would be to someone that you like... These are, these are my these are my babies, okay. In the words of Monique, in the words of Monique, my babies, my babies. <laughs> my the only babies. thing is, like, I wish that <laughs> I wish that I had a better because we don't talk as much. They kind of hit me when they really need something. Yeah. Um, me and the older one, Keandre, he's the six years apart. We talk more, and that's like talking to. He's twenty two, about to be twenty three, and he is. It's like talking to a forty five year old man. <laughs> <laughs> he has that level of like, because he grew up around my dad. He yeah. has that level of maturity about him where I can have easier conversations with him. My sister, she's off plotting world domination. Yeah. We kind of let her alone in the back cave. She yes. pokes her head out whenever she feels. Um, I love Libra. That. Yes. Okay. Uh, the oldest one, the, the six year apart when he's a Pisces. Okay. Oh. So okay. Pisces, Libra, Virgo, and Aquarius. Oh, that is like a band yes. that makes like a beautiful yes. song. I love that mm-hmm. because when you have like the balance of the Libra, mm-hmm. when they th- when they try to have their balance, but then mm-hmm. also with Libras, they're so they can be indecisive at times as Very well. Much. And much. it's just like, listen, you brought us to this party of indecisiveness, and I just don't know where we're going from here. And you said there's a Pisces, 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 yes. Pisces have the, the tendency to be a little bit sensitive. Sensitive, sensitive, but also, as much as they are sensitive, they are also aggressive in their approach of like can be, can be, can be like the sensitivity that they can need be. is something that they also don't always give. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then hit me with the next one. Uh, Virgo, Virgo, perfectionist, world domination, right? No, the Libra's world domination, but Libra. he's he's very perfectionist. He's very matter of fact, very blunt and literal with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, down to the details. It has to logically make sense. Which is probably... Two I, plus two. What you said is what you said. And if you said it, then I'm locking ain't it Ain't no in. reading the room. Ain't no guessing about it. Ain't no... 
Yeah. You should have known. No. What did you say? Exactly. That's what you said. And then also with the Aquarius, the whimsical, the magic, the yeah. all of that, that kind of It's like, the way we could be up in the air about things. We could just be whoo, free flowing. Exactly. And they're just like, I cling to it. And to have all of that and to probably see that and to experience that, that like that dynamic, it must be one hell of a like gathering. We all are all in the same room. It doesn't happen often, but when it has happened, it is very much a... It's very different personalities. Yeah. Because I'm very much my mom's child. We both have big personalities. We're both kind of like, hey, how y'all doing? We both kind of yeah. out in the room. The Virgo is very quiet to himself, much like his stepdad. The... Um, the... Uh, what is it? Libra, she's also quiet because, again, world domination. She's world domination, quiet. yes. Libra is world domination. The Pisces and me, we're kind of more of the characters. He's goofier... Uh, in his antics, he's kind of like the fun uncle that everybody likes to kind of clown with from time yeah. to time. He gives that energy, and I'm just more the dry sense of humor, the asshole that sits in the corner and makes everybody laugh. Okay, I can take so that. So we ping off of that with each other. It's, it's very much funny. like the Power Rangers. Everybody has their own color. And very they bring much it to the party. Very much. I very can much. take it. So we not when when we say about like your family dynamic, if it's, is is it a big uh, family dynamic or a small family dynamic? It sounds like you have a big family. Big family dynamic. Grew up with a lot of cousins. My uh, I told you in the break. One of the breaks. My aunt. She raised us. It was me. It was her grandchildren. She had two sets of twins, so four of them, and then an older cousin, Marcus. She raised us um, while our parents were at work in school. We either started the day with her because she was a school bus driver. So started the day with her going to school or ended school uh, going to her house there on the weekends. Um, it was a five and a half acre lot in, our, in my small town just west of Baton Rouge, Brulee. And at any point in time, you had 20 to 30 kids. So... That's why when I always say like game nights and stuff like that, I'm used to having a lot of people around. Me being by myself is a weird thing. Growing up with as many 15 to 30 kids at, at any given time, baseball, basketball yeah. on Saturdays, home run derby marathons. We had a barrel in the backyard. We used to light on fire and roast marshmallows and chicken wings. Like Ooh. we did all kinds of stuff. As oh, kids. so that is why you Country could, life. That is why you could cook like the lady in the kitchen that be cooking a potato salad with that with that, the, that the little, arm with the pretty wing with the arm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I learned that from my my aunt, and my grandmother. A lot of the times when the kids were out, much like I told you, my cousin Nicole, she was really inside reading Matilda. I was <laughs> I was watching them because yeah. I knew I had a sense very on that. Somebody has to like pass this down. Yeah. And I watched a lot of movies where there was like family traditions and stuff they passed down. So I said, somebody has to like pay attention to this because nobody's like watching them do this. Yeah. So I took it upon myself to kind of watch them do it, learn the little tricks and stuff that they do. And to this day, certain family reach out like, how do you do this? Yeah. Or how did she do that? Or what was the trick there? So did you have like, did y'all have family reunions or did y'all just gather when y'all felt like it was a need to gather? So the first family reunion that we had, I see where you're going. The first family <laughs> reunion that we had um, is actually where I learned a lot. We've had, I think, like two or three of them. I know they're not common, but the first one we had is where I learned that in our hometown, we were one of five families and I think one of two or three black families that owned one fifth of that town at one point. Oh damn. And over the years families sold off pieces of the land and now we're the only if I've known it correctly from what I've told as of a few years ago, we're the only black family that owns land on the main street of that city. Damn. And so we have a lot of people that are kinda like the second we not pay a tax bill or anything, they're on us. So it's 
to look on something like to be a part of like not to say I'm a part of history, but to yeah. be to know that lineage and know where that comes from, that's important. It inspires me in like the goals and dreams I have about what I want to do in the future. Yeah, absolutely. It plays a big part about what I want to do in the future. And oh, I never got on to the to the future. We'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but oh, that's oh, that's that's coming. Uh he be acting like I didn't come prepared. Yeah. That, oh, that's coming, honey. But, <laughs> No, it, like it played a big role in that, so that's always a pretty cool thing. I suggest more family reunions because you learn a lot. Yeah, you learn a lot of stuff. What is what is some of the, some of the things that you feel like you've learned with those like gatherings and those like with the history and all of that? The history being a big thing, you know, how many cousins that we have? I didn't know that I was the oldest in my generation of like great grandchildren of sorts. Oh, dope. Um, seeing how far back it made me want to do like the whole DNA, like where'd you come from? Yeah. Test. So I did that and learned a lot there. And I think I had my, let me see if I still have it in here. Look it up real quick. We ain't doing nothing. DNA. <laughs> Where is it, the little DNA thing? I think I'm like 40% Nigerian or something like that. Ooh. It gives you like the Africa breakdown. But then it goes into like, I have to go look for it. I want to I do that. You have to do it. Because I, I want to see where this blonde mustache came from. Because it's crazy. You might have a little clinch. A little Creole. Creole. We definitely have done too many shots of tequila. Um, I say not enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's just learning. Because being a, being a history buff, liking history, learning that stuff um, about where I came from, knowing that was important. Awesome. Mm. I love that. I told you, history becomes prologue if you don't know. So you got to know your history, know where you came from. Absolutely. Because uh, also, history just repeats itself yeah. at the end of the day. So it it's kind of like crazy not to want to know what it is. Yeah. But like to, to know that like you know it mm -hmm. kind of extensively is crazy. <laughs> we had and a whole like book. I need to find that book. But we had like a whole book. Oh, I can see That it. dated back to as far as they can go to like our original ancestors. And then mm. they just broke it down, even down to the intricate like families. I could do it. So top five favorite cousins immediately go. I'm just kidding. Damn. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm not going to even do that. I'm not even going to do that. Okay. Because I, I instantly thought of three and I was like, I might need to change them three before I get cussed out. Like, I don't even want to do that because one day I would like to be invited to one of these cookouts. You hear me? Because if he can burn like this, let me tell you something. The rest of the family can cook. I've learned from them. I'm Seriously, they... My grandmother, I will say this, my grandmother and my aunt have taught me more than what they've ever realized that they taught me and have been more of an influence. I think my family realizes, but I don't think a lot of my friends, friends know or realize it, but they have been more of an influence to me in just about everything, even down to when I'm facing critical situations, yeah. things that I would think about or advice that I think they would tell me. They've been influential in a lot of things. So. Absolutely. Those two. I about to say, uh, I love that because I know we talked about it a little bit. I was like, you really lived the like the Tyler Perry like uh, family reunion experience in a way, and like in a in a way yeah. in your own like dynamic of your family. Mm -hmm. But uh, within that, I'm, the only reason why I brought that up is because within that, like you said, you get those nuggets, you get those words of wisdom. What is something that you can share with your audience that you've gotten from the, I guess you can say, the matriarchs of your family and of that that kind of like helped. Um, um, yeah, raise that. Like, what did you? What information can or wisdom can you like share with everybody else? There was two things. I'll say my aunt, and my grandmother. I don't want to give my mom too much because she lets it go to her head. <laughs> my my aunt always we told love you, me, mama. We love her. But my yeah. aunt always told me. She taught me. I said at her funeral. She taught me about confidence and respect. We were trained Ooh. heavy on that because she 
she wasn't one of those parents or one of one of those adults that like because I'm the adult you got to respect me. She <laughs> she taught us very on that yeah. respect is a two way street. Absolutely, you got to give it to get it. Okay, and as long as you she gave us our freedom too, as long as we respected her and the rules of the house, pretty much do whatever we want. Y'all hear that exactly that. <laughs> so she also taught me the confidence. You know how you carry yourself, how yeah. you want to be seen in this world. You Absolutely. Know? Stand up for what you believe in. Don't let anybody shake your ground where, you know, stand firm in what it is you know. You could take question and criticism. You could take, you know, um, what is it? You're sparring of ideas. Absolutely. But if you believe in something, that's what you believe. That's, you know. That is wild that, like, how we go and we circle back to yeah. the the being in like standing in the ground yeah. of being unshaken by the, the ten thing. toes down. She taught me that early on. Okay, stand ten toes down yeah. and who you know like you are. And so like with that being said, I think that is just more confirmation to just fly like a bird. Okay. And then, <laughs> and then the grandmother, she taught my grandmother, she taught me about um humility and faith. Yeah. Humility and she had a way of like building me up, making me feel like I'm I'm Mr. GQ. She always called me that when I get Aww. dapper. Mr. GQ, but she would cut me on my knees just so I could stay humble. She knew how to kind of build me up and then knock me down a peg or two to like, nah, you still got to remember where you came from. Don't think you're too big for your britches. So that's why I always have an undertone of humbleness. I want to at least lead with some type of like undertone of humbleness. I never liked that whole... The flashiness of it all or whatever not. She told me like no matter where what you achieve in this life, no matter what you um no where where you go, these successes that you have, remember where you came from. Yeah. Remember who you are and how we raised you to be. Yeah. And you know, always never let a time or a day go by and not thank God for the blessing that He's given you to have this journey. Yeah. You get one life and you get to live it how you want to, but you have many blessings along the way that makes it more fun or more fruitful and you have to have those moments of being grateful for it. Absolutely. So absolutely. I think I think that's what comes in the the part of being like human and the humility of it. Yeah. Um I think for me, I it took it took a minute to understand and like realize how like to me, um how damaging sometimes being humble could be. Yeah. Because I think like not to cha- not to challenge mm-hmm. grandmother because like let's say grandmother's grandmother she's yeah. always gonna be grandmother yeah. uh, <laughs> but it's one of those situations that I really feel at times that like I think we lean more into humbleness than mm-hmm. the confidence of it all mm-hmm. and I, we don't sometimes like sometimes confidence isn't always flashy yeah. that's when people get arrogant as fuck <laughs> you know what I'm saying and I think sometimes the humble humbleness quote unquote humbleness in mm-hmm. that. Uh, the humility in that is the the sometimes a calm confidence. Yes. Where it's like yes. you don't have to boast about it. But yeah. when you get into that room, just know who the fuck you are and Period. stand in it. Period. And, that, okay? that is the sweet spot. Yeah. That is the sweet spot. Yeah. That's the line that I try to tell because I've even had friends Dusty, when he when we were hanging around each other a lot, he was like, You seem like one of those Subtle rich people like you yeah. don't you don't wear flashy stuff, but you you know how they uh Mark Zuckerberg like he wears the same thing every day, but he's yeah. like a billionaire like he yeah. doesn't flashy. If you met him on the street, you would think he's an ordinary person. Yeah. Billionaire. He's like that's the kind of vibe that you give off. Like yeah. you 
you give off very like secret rich millionaire. And I was like, oh, bitch, I wish I was. A I, am the, I wish I was. You, like, you, look, I, you, I am the <laughs> millionaire. Okay. He swears to this day, he's like, you got to be. I was like, I wish when you find it, you let me know. We can go together. I, I, feel, I feel that and I see that. But I'll give you a piece for finding it. Like, it, we can go together. Okay. okay. You know that the crazy thing about that is I see that, mm-hmm. but I see that like. <laughs> As much as you don't like the flashy, <laughs> it's not the fact that you are are supposed to be flashy, right? Mm-hmm. I see that like you're just equipped with so much that like you yeah. can't help but to like be be yeah. And sometimes your be has been like toned down the be mm-hmm. because it, uh, it, uh, afraid of it being flashy. But sometimes when it's realized like your 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 being is not flashy, your being is just you being. It can be. A you know what I'm saying? Because and it just might be a never... lot for people. My whole thing is to, and I and I, I could see how it could it could tone me down. I've gotten in the space where it's like I could. It goes back to the original thought. Yeah, you could do all of this without having to do it this Absolutely. way. Absolutely. And if I could, as much as that mindset in a way is thoughtful and true, the thoughtfulness of it all, I'm being thoughtful to everybody else except myself. That's the Oprah moment. Ooh ooh ooh. Where are my glasses? That's the Oprah moment. I love bread. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The look of it. The smell of it. The taste of it. I've, I've had that realization. I've had that realization in therapy. I'm being thoughtful to everybody else except myself. Ooh, that is a word and it hits you right where you need it to be. It's I'm, like I'm being thoughtful and considerate of everybody else's feelings and in a way caging my own. Ooh. Not I'm, not fully. But there is a level of like filter that steps into place where it's like, okay, let me. But a cage is a cage for you. It is a cage. And it is very, and I can say the bird inside is very frustrated. And it's frustrated from a sense of why can't we, why, cause some, I'll say this, there are certain folks that I know that I can't have conversations with because they don't want it like, Certain people don't want to talk about politics. Certain people don't want to have. Yeah. I feel like if I want to talk to somebody, I need to be able to have a full in breath conversation with you, whether it be Absolutely. the weather, the politics. Yeah. That's how I feel. Now uh-huh. I know not everybody's going to be able to accept that, and that's the world that I have to be able to adjust to. But that's how I, that's how the cage bird feels. I should be able to have a full breath conversation with anybody about anything. Absolutely, and I think that I think the funny thing about it is that when I say you come equipped with so much, yes, it doesn't go beyond like like the things that you said, like politics and weather. But mm-hmm. also, there's that whimsical nature that wants to speak about like what if aliens had magic and yes! they came on this earth and they decided to be like, this is our time to take over now. What would you do? That's why I'm a Marvel fan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly why I'm a Marvel fan. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. But like. Like, that's how your brain works. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> to me, even hear those conversations yeah. of being like, don't be too flashy about it. Yeah. That's just how your brain works. Yeah. And that to me isn't flashy to me. That it's like, you realize everybody wasn't ready to have those conversations right. because everybody didn't have the imagination that you have. And As a ha- child, because I did have a big imagination. So that also, that's another aspect of it. A lot of people were turned off to my level of how how big of a world that I can paint. Yeah. So that was another form of not to hide it, yeah. but to protect my feelings because if I can't be, then I'm going to be, but I'm also going to protect my feelings by catering who's around me being in my be. 
Absolutely. If that makes sense. No, absolutely. It is the poem, be who you are, but be who you need to be in order to be the bee that flies and buzz around the bees. Girl. That is the poem for today. <laughs> but no. What in the Maya Angelou <laughs> are you talking about? But no, and, and, but, that's what, but that's what I get from that. Right. But what I, what I will say about that is, mm. is even through all, all of that, I feel like... Um, Fuck, I just kind of like low-key lost my point, but I knew exactly what I was saying. Come back to uh, us. Uh, uh, come back and just pull it Come back in. to us, Vanna. Real my man. Um, but, the, the, oh, but that comes, comes to my part of like, like my point is that a lot of the things that made you like dream and your imagination mm-hmm. be so big was a part of the reason that also probably helped you understand so many people. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why like I think your podcast is so beautiful is mm-hmm. because you want to understand from people that are intriguing to you. Yes. Because if people get a taste of the things that they're not used to tasting, right. they might develop a palate right. that allows them to be open to what understanding is of other people in their walks of life. And I think that is the beautiful thing about your podcast for intriguing... No, you're good. Mm-hmm. That's the beautiful thing about your podcast of intriguing sessions. It allows you to <laughs> jump into your Sorry. imagination... Now, what I usually like to say is the first, the first sneeze is a bless you. The second, the second one is a bless you. The demons are coming out. You know, okay, girl. And Get the third one me. is you just looking for attention. Now that was the fourth <laughs> one. I don't know. I haven't even got to the fourth one. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But they I attack think- me. I'm sorry. No, but no, you're, you're totally fine. I'm just fucking with you. But I'm saying I think a part of your colors and your imagination allowed you to also be a person that became a glue for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, because you understand a lot of worlds and a lot of uh, different aspects of it. So it brought people together that's, in understanding. I feel like that's the understanding in me. Because people have also said, you're very understanding. Like, you yeah. very, like, you get it. Because I understand that <laughs> people are going to be people. People will people. That's why as I got older... I stopped some of the stuff, not all of it. I stopped holding a lot towards like mom or parents or other people. Like they were doing the best they have with what they, you yeah, know what I mean, absolutely. at an early age. And now we we've moved beyond a point where forgiveness for certain things, you know, can be had or just let go of. Because yeah, absolutely. They were young. They were figuring out. Yeah. What can I say? Or absolutely. even cousins that I've had arguments with over the years. Like they were younger. They were figuring shit out. Absolutely. Look at them now. I'm sure we can have a totally different conversation about things. Sure. So, I try to be understanding in that way. Which is which is one of the reasons why I say that, like, why your energy and who you are is needed, because it allows you to bridge the gap between the people who don't understand right. and the people who want to understand. Yes. And then in between that is somebody who can speak to both versions of that because you've been in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I've gotten to a place where I try not to um, just guess and assume people's like m- how they move mm-hmm. for is like when it comes to dating and their sexuality, if you yes. will. Um, what do you, what do you consider yourself? Um, And for more, make sure you're back next week for part two of the season finale of Intriguing Sessions. This interview just keeps getting better. So make sure you guys come back. Make sure you're paying attention for the listener contest. And uh, go follow the show at Intriguing Sessions on Instagram. See you next week.